Welcome to Kingdom Living Ministries, where our vision is knowing God, loving people, and making disciples. We trust this week's message will be a blessing to your life. Enjoy the teaching ministry of KLM. This is the first time. Well, no, I think I've, I've spoken before when uh, since Declan has been here. But Declan is busy now, so I need to take a breather before I go right from um, from worship into preaching. So I just put two ladies on the spot, and I said, "Ladies, <laughs> who wants to send me an outline by Thursday to give some lessons that they've learned about motherhood?" And so we had three very excited people to respond and we have um, and we would have had three, but one had an assignment. Amen. So we have two um, um, mothers in Zion. Amen. Who are going to share with us about lessons they've learned. So lessons I've learned as a mom from Mrs. Sharon Robinson and Mrs. Monica Gilbert. So they're going to come say a little something. It's all right for you to bring the baby. You can bring him if you want. But you know what? You bring the husband too. If we need. So I'm gonna put you. Okay, so Courtney asked me to um, speak today, and my immediate gut reaction was to politely decline because uh, I am not much of a speaker. Uh, this is actually really terrifying for me right now. But uh, Courtney reminded me that I'm among friends, so I'm just gonna go for it. Um, <laughs> so the topic is lessons learned from motherhood and honestly I've learned so many uh, a lot of which I feel like I've relearned a lot of lessons I've, I've relearned they've taken on new meaning as a mom and so I've tried to condense everything into five lessons for you guys today uh, I'll just get into it so lesson number one um, you are constantly learning as a mom I feel like you are always evolving you're adapting if you have more than one child you know um, each one is very different you really just have to learn to juggle whether it's work life you know for me it's my marriage and keeping the peace in, at home as best I can and so you know even now I mean holding a baby while doing this is not ideal but I feel like as a mom you really have to multitask and um, go with it one day at a time and yeah, number two, lesson number two is for me, being present in the moment with your child is what brings the most fulfillment to the day. I tend to worry a lot about the future, what's to come. For Samira, it's potty training, it's school. As a teenager, are they gonna respect me but also open up to me and feel like they can talk to me about everything and anything? For college, are we gonna financially, spiritually, mentally kind of prepare them the best that we can? And so I find myself worrying about the future a lot. What gives me comfort and ease is just to know that God is equipping us or me now to prepare for those moments, and we really don't have to worry about that. For example, when Samira turned one, she started having these tantrums, and I remember thinking she's not even two yet. What am I going to do when she has her terrible twos? And it's just an example for in my short two years of being a mom where God has sort of pruned me for the past year for now when she is going through her terrible twos. It's almost like I have more confidence 
I have a lot more confidence now. Someone the other day told me I had a lot of patience, and that was new for me because I never identified myself with being a patient person. But I just find that, you know, even in just a year, a lot of the, you find that you yourself are changing, and God is preparing you for those moments as they come, and so you don't have to think so far whether you can handle it or not because you are not given more than you can handle, and I truly believe that. Um, and lesson number three, you really have to give it your best effort to let go. Um, I like to plan. I like to be prepared. I hate surprises. My husband will tell you that. He loves them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like surprises. So I feel like uh, God has personally tested me, I feel like, a lot in the past two years. We went from just the two of us to the five of us now in, in basically a year's time. And it was just so overwhelming at first. And, um, you know, my kids, I felt like were extra needy and extra cranky and attached to me. I didn't know how to deal with all of that. And I remember even uh, looking forward to getting a root canal done at the dentist because it was like an escape. I had two hours without having to worry about the kids. And I felt like, oh, my goodness. So it wasn't it was kind of painful, but peace, quiet, you know, and um, I just, <laughs> looking back, it's just crazy to me to think about that, but now I realize, like, the time is passing so quickly. Half the time, I don't know what day of the week it is. When I was working full-time, I knew I was looking forward to Friday and the weekend, but now I don't even know what day it is. or If it's raining outside, it's just I'm so consumed by them, um, and I just want to savor all of the moments with them, and uh, I think it's so it's so worth it. Uh, and number four, when God said, be fruitful and multiply, I always took it with a grain of salt. But now that I'm a mom, I, it takes on a whole new meaning. Um, I look at my kids, and they're just so different from each other, even the identical twins. They just they have such unique personalities. And I'm seeing Samira turn into, like, a mini version of me, and I'm a little OCD, and she's like that. And um, she's a little mother, and it just it just makes me want to have more make more babies. So if my husband, I would love to be fruitful and multiply even more if my husband is uh, okay with that. God willing. But anyway, anyway, yes. Yeah, so that's taken on a whole new meaning for me. And finally, lesson number five, you can never have enough baby wipes. I think we have, we have one in every room of the house. If you forget anything else, make sure you have those. And, um, and never, and you can't have enough baby kisses because I know one day they're not going to let me kiss them as much anymore. So I just try to take as many as I can now. So, yep, that's all I got. Yes! Thank you. So now we will hear, that was wonderful, Sharon. Yes, for someone who is shy, or not necessarily shy, but just doesn't like public speaking, like Christina. We're going to get you up here one day. Yes, but now we're going to hear, we have a special treat. Monica Gilbert. First of all, it is a privilege and honor to be up here to speak. Because some people know me, and it's only by God's grace that I'm up here. So that is another testimony and story all on its own. Okay. Uh when it was first presented to me, I was just like, I was like, well, man, so, well, you know, you're hemming hard, whatever. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. And then she was like, okay, I need to have it by Thursday. I said, okay, I have it by Wednesday. 
Of course, you know what happens, life and work and everything else and stuff like that. So I said, okay, I have it to her by Thursday. And of course, you know, God keeps downloading, okay? He is the ultimate, you know, downloader. He always downloading stuff. <laughs> and what he does is that he always downloads it right before you about to speak. Right before, right it does. That happens, and, well, okay, there's a few kids here. And all stuff, all other kind of mess break loose during the week. All kind of distractions, all kind of attitudes, all kind of issues, all kind of other things break forward. So that's just, that's just a way that you, I'm right on schedule. Okay. Uh, the first thing that I learned as, as a mom is that, first of all, you cannot minister to everyone else and then you don't minister at home. I don't care what's going on. You minister at home first. And this is a lesson that I learned. I guess my mother, in, you know, in the 80s and stuff like that, my mother accepted Christ in the early 80s. And she was running off the church and running off the church and stuff like that. And I was a teenager at the time until a teenager at her, the church that she was going to, because my parents were separated, got pregnant. So what my mother did, and this in the 80s, that was, you know, that was really something. But what happened is that my mother stopped everything. She didn't even really say anything. And she said, you know what, I'm just going to stay at home more. That meant a lot. She didn't throw a whole bunch of Bible verses at me. She was just like, you know what? I need to see what my daughter's doing. And another lesson that I learned from that is that uh, JC and I, we were ministers in training at a, at a Baptist church. And we were, you know, we were working. We were doing everything and things like that. And then it was time for us to leave. And then one time I was, you know, working in the yards or doing something like that. And I looked at the yards and I said, how did I let it get like this? How did I let the yard get like this? You know what? Because I wasn't taking care of home. I was too busy running. You can't be redeeming and running and all this other kind of stuff, but your house look ratchet at the same time. It can't be that way. You got to, yeah, you got to have some order. You got to get some order. And I know all of us, we, we, we stumble out the house to get here. Let's keep it 100, you know? Faces beat, hair done and everything like that. Go home, look like Sanford and son. I mean, like, keeping it real. Keeping it real. Right. But we're going to clean it up later. We're going to keep it, like I said, we're going to keep it, we're going to keep it real. Oh, yeah, I'll keep it 100. Okay? Okay? You can, right, you cannot be a powerful parent before you can be a powerful preacher or prophet. You can't be. And when I look at that yard, I was like, let me pick up these sticks and get this stuff and get this stuff together or whatever. They was like, oh, you know what happened? You ain't ministry. No, I'm in ministry, but I'm in ministry at home first. Amen. Okay, I need to be home. You ain't going to come in. No, I'm not going to come here. Because it gets to be a dance after a while. And I'm talking about an elephant in the room. No pun intended. Okay. That's the elephant in the room. Ministry is fine and it's wonderful, but it cannot take place at home. Things need to be done. Family need to be taken care of. Bills need to be paid and stuff like that. But you love the Lord. You out of balance. And you out of order. Okay. You are the second lesson I learned as a mother. You are your children's first teacher. Good and bad. Okay. <laughs> Good and bad. Okay. If you see them doing something that they saw you do, correct them and ask God to help you in that area. Okay. Proverbs 22, 20, uh, Proverbs 22, 6 says, train up a child in the way that he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Um, last year, 
uh, I guess around November 2016, we had a little dog. We thought we were ready to get get a dog, right? Somebody asked somebody at JC Job was like, okay, we get it, we get a free dog and stuff like that. And I was like, you really want a dog? You really not an animal person. I am, but you really not. And you know, we got to be careful what we say out of our mouths. So I said, Lord, I'm gonna be like Dr. Doolittle. The animals just gonna come to me, and I'm just gonna have just be one with these animals. Be careful what you ask for. When the dog came home and stuff like that, okay, I said, like, okay, we're gonna name him Oscar. And it was just, he would only follow me around the house. So I told my coworker, I said, wait a minute. I said, you got a dog too? I said, why do you keep following me around it? Because you're the master. Oh, I'm the master, huh? Go in the bathroom, he right there. Going in the kitchen, he right there. Going downstairs, he right there. Of course, that causes some little friction. And like I said, it friction inside the home as well. So all of a sudden, we decide to go to uh, a Petco. And so sometime when I, you know, with Janae, the first thing, I, I was a late parent. I got married at 38 and I had at 41. That is a whole nother discussion in itself. Okay. All right. You may have gotten running at the streets out your system and running in the clubs and running at church or whatever would you was doing, but you do have a harder time adapting. Because you have been going for so long, doing your same thing that you've been doing and going and all this other kind of stuff. But anyway, so sometimes I'll be like, all right, Janet, come on. You know children, they act up and stuff like that. I'll be like, girl, are you kidding me? Come on, let's go. So she'll get to going or whatever. Well, she turn around and use that same saying to a girl at, at, at Petco. The little girl want to come up and pet Oscar. She's like, no, you can't pet Oscar. Are you kidding me? I mean, I'm like, what did you do that? You can't do that. No. And so I have to talk to her. I said, no, Janet, you can't say that or whatever. So you make a mental note of your mind. You know what? I need to watch my words. And it's not necessarily, you know, not necessarily cussing and fussing and fighting and carrying on, but just you got to watch your words. Okay, the third lesson I learned is that you have to be willing to be the student and the teacher. Meaning that one of the things that I've, that I've begun to notice is that we as women, we really don't know how to really support one another. Especially when it comes to motherhood. We really don't. We let other women crash and burn. We let them make mistakes when you know you can intervene and help. You don't even have to really say much. You ask them how they're doing, give them a phone call, give them a text, give them something. And, and a lot of stuff I had to learn, you know, kind of like learn on my own. But I had a good friend tell me two things. One of the things that she told me, Monica, is hard. And I needed to hear that. That didn't register in my brain until after I gave birth. But the fact that she told me, it's hard. And number two, she said, if it ever gets too bad, because it's going to get to a point where you can't take it, she said, I want you to go outside and I want you to stand outside for five minutes. That was one of the best pieces of advice that she gave me. Just five minutes. And I passed that along everywhere I go. Because in the midst of the selfies, in the midst of the, the pictures, in the midst of the Mother's Day and all that other kind of stuff, you're still a woman. And the crying still gets to you. And your back is hurting. And you're tired. And you got PMS. And you got all this other kind of stuff going on. Your feet hurt. You're tired. You got to deal with, you got, you got somebody to deal with at work. Or you got to deal with your significant other stuff. And then you got to turn that off, switch that off, and go be a parent. That's what I'm saying. And then being a parent, there's many switches. There's the nice switch. And they say something. And then there's the other switch. Okay? 
And it happens so fast, it makes your head spin. So then you recognize that, you know what? I know why my mother did what she did, because she went to the other switch. Because the kids keep acting up and stuff like that or whatever. You be like, you know what, Lord? I didn't even know I could pop my child that fast. I didn't even know I had it in me. But they say something, and you, and you, have, to, and you have to deal with it. And especially in the millennium, we're dealing with these kids today, add on three more years of that. Add on three more years of that. That's the elephant in the room. Add on three more years of that. This old lottie dotty, ring around the rosy kind of stuff you see sometimes, uh-uh, it ain't cutting it. Them kids ain't feeling that. So you got to so you gotta come at them. They, they talk grown, they act grown. Sometimes you have to talk to them grown. You do. You do. And you hate to do that, but you have to sit down sometime and explain to them that. And for parents that are, just, that you, if you have small children, one of the best pieces of advice is that my mother told me, it gets better. It does get better. My daughter is seven, honey, it gets better. Now I'll be like, okay, let's go. You go, all right, let's, let's, let's go. Before, it used to take me 30 minutes to go to Walgreens. <laughs> Nobody told me that. Nobody told me, okay, I got a baby. I'm just going to Walgreens. It, it takes me 30 minutes to get there. It takes me 30 minutes. Yeah, the, the diaper, the formula, oh, I might have a baby. Oh, it, no, but nobody don't tell you that. Nobody don't tell you that. You be like, wait a minute. I, I didn't know it. I didn't even know it took that long. Okay. <laughs> I be like, Lord, have mercy. Yeah. Nobody know that I could drive and feed them at the same time. <laughs> what? I was right one time. <laughs> you know, I got to go there. Okay. Today was born in October 21st, 2010. So it, it was a light winter. But 2011, it snowed every week. Every week it snowed. So I'm at home and stuff like that. We got to go out and I go warm the car up. Then I go back inside. I go get her and bring her inside and I warm up. We're coming back from Walmart. She crying and stuff. And I heard a friend do that, but I didn't really believe it. Child was getting down. I was feeding her. We're driving at, this, driving at the same time. You don't even know how much you can multitask and be creative. Take nothing and turn it into something. Take anything. You be like, you don't even know I could do that. I, this is a sidebar. And watching, watching your, your son, we learn from other mothers without saying a word. Just that hairstyle right there. I saw the other young mothers put like little black rubber bands in their hair. And that's what I did with Janae. I was, I was looking like, oh, let me go try that. And we learn from one another without saying a word. Don't need no Instagram. Don't need no Snapchat. Don't need no Facebook. Be like, oh, you cool, okay. And you just learn, and that's it. And, uh, and another thing is that um, don't compare yourself to other mothers. You are uniquely created to be the mother that God has called you to be. Stop trying to be like everybody else, okay? You see people like on TV, I'm going there. You see people like Beyonce. Okay, you see Cardi B, she, she, she's pregnant. You see the Kardashians. I got three words. They have help. And money. Okay, four. And five. Okay. Okay, five words. Okay. And they have help. So, but you have a lot of people, they, they model themselves after that. Of course, they're always going to be done. They got help. And you be like, oh, I look ratchet. No, you don't look ratchet. You human. Okay. So what y'all you and Beyonce? I'm Bianca from the Bronx. I'm like, listen, I got to do my work. Yeah. I'm still that girl. I'm still 
that girl from Newark. Okay. South Ward, Chancellor Avenue. All right, anyway. <laughs> so you, so you, yeah, I'm still that girl. Right, and you have to work out a system that works for you. Like, say, it, it's just a simple thing. Like, say, for example, some, some, sometimes, sometimes I can beat my face, sometimes I can't. But if I need to get to work on time, I can put my makeup on when I get to work. Okay, I got time to lotion. I lotion myself when I get to work. As long as I got the bailing shampoo, child ready. Okay, we gotta we gotta go, and we out. Like I said, we out the door. You have to do a system that works for you, and if it works for you, that works for you. Stop letting other women demonize you for it. If you cannot cook and you gotta eat out every day, you still a good mother. And everyone in this room, you need to hear that you are still a good mother. Don't need no car. Don't need no, every day. You know what you need to tell yourself. And I'm telling you, you are a good mother. You don't need no Mother's Day. You don't need no song. You don't need no flowers every day. You are a good mother. And you have to do, like I said, what works. Like I said, what works for you. Everything sometimes don't work. Sometimes you may not have time to do laundry. Go, go, like I said, go drop it off. Okay, go if you if you got it like that, when you get money, you get somebody come clean your house, let somebody come clean your house. Okay? It's the truth. Because you can't do it all. You tired, your back is hurting, you feeding and stuff like that. Pampers and stuff on the floor. I mean, that's just the way that, like I said, that's just the way it is. Okay? And as you get older, your life changes, they continue as they get older. So you parenting and stuff like that too. Another thing about parenting, and this is not really on here, is that they bring up issues. Parenting, men and mother bring up issues that you thought that you dealt with. If you notice your child getting a certain age, because that's with me right now, I'm like, why am I acting this way? Okay, this is near the time when my parents got a divorce. And you need to recognize that. Or go if it if it's too too much, you need to go get some counseling. And it's oh and it's okay. It's all right because these experiences gonna turn around, and you can turn around, and you can help somebody else. We should not be in the in, in the body of Christ, especially women, should not be falling by the wayside. We. Everybody in here, we all have we all have something to offer. I don't care if you got one or twenty-one. And that's another thing. We rank, we, we, we rank ourselves because of how many children that we have. God only can give you so much you can handle. Jay and I, we were supposed to have twins, but with Janae, honey, she enough. <laughs> she enough. And she enough for me. I'll be like, no, nah, that, that's, that's enough. Oh, you know, the doctor's over. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I said, no, I'm not sorry. Oh, wow. Wow. Because it took a journey for us to even get there. My God, my God, my God. So people don't even see, like I said, people don't, they don't even see, like I said, behind the scenes. And stop beating yourself up if you ain't got it together. We all ain't got it together. We ain't never going to get it together until we leave the earth. Okay, yeah, my shoes is run over. Yeah, my bag broke and stuff like that. All this other kind of stuff. But you're still a woman of God and you're still a good mother. Amen. Amen. Being a mother also taught me how to endure. I had a person I was mentoring at my at my last job. She was she was single and she didn't have any children or whatever. She was like, she was like, you know, I'm tired. I said, honey, you don't know what tired is. 
You don't know. You don't know what time it is. And not only that, being a mother teach you how to be, it gets you out of yourself. It lets you know, you know what, when I was single, I was kind of selfish. Or the, the problems I had, it was kind of petty. And that's what I learned is being a mother. Already, already in season, lessons I've learned as a mom testimony, sermonettes. Weren't they wonderful? Did y'all enjoy that? Yes. I know it. I'm encouraged. Look, I don't even have to do anything. I think it's all been said and done right here. Well, I, I'll say a little something. <laughs> that was wonderful. Thank you. I can't not thank you enough, Sharon and Monica. Wonderful nuggets. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much for them. Let's just say a prayer for them real quickly. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for these women who took time out of their schedule at the drop of a dime to come and minister to your people today. I pray, Lord God, that you would bless them, that you would replenish them. Anything that was spent to bring it together, um, bring these messages together, that you would give, return it to them a hundredfold, Father, in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Lord God, for, um, for them continuing to grow in their speaking and ministering, Lord. Um, this is just the beginning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank God for all of these gifted women in the That concludes this week's message, and thank you very much for listening. For more information about Kingdom Living Ministries, please call us at 732-324-2200 or visit our website at kingdomlivingnj.org. Also, you can write to us by mail at P.O. Box 519, Rancocas, New Jersey, 08073. And lastly, if you would like to partner with this ministry through your prayers or financial support, Contact us via email at partners at kingdomlivingnj.org. Our prayer is that this message has encouraged you to live out the kingdom of God daily in your life by your obedience to His word. God bless you.